The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. The screen says we're live, so I guess we're live. I'm not Clay Link. I'm Todd Zola, welcoming in a very special guest for our Friday Two Star Podcast. I think his I think his family and maybe teachers called in Brian, but the rest of us know him as Bubba, KC Bubba. How uh, how how are you doing? And does anybody still call you Brian? Only in an official setting. Uh, pretty much ninety nine percent of the time it's Bubba. So uh, I grew into it as I tell people. It works. Even your family, well even your family at this point. As long as I'm not in trouble, yeah, it's Bubba. So we're we're good. We're good in that regard. So yeah, I think I'm old enough now where I don't get in trouble anymore, at least in that in that sense. So it's pretty much Bubba most of the time. Well, all right, absolutely glad glad to have you on. I was looking for some people who I know do some rankings, and we haven't had on before. And uh, so you uh, you fit the bill, and you were able you said and you said yes. I said so yes. That, That's the key and, thing. And from my end, it's a mistake to invite someone on who's smoother and more natural on a podcast than myself. You can tell by the mic, you know, he's got in, fr- in front of him. Uh, but, but we'll, we will, uh, we will get through. We will get through. And you, uh, I don't want to call it the Guinea pig, but we've got a new sponsor of rival fantasy on the show. And I'm going to be talking about them with clay generally every week, but uh, you've, you've obliged to uh, at least put up with us for the first couple minutes as we, uh, as we talk about our sponsor, I'm going to, Talk about a couple of picks I'm making, and we'll we'll go. You know, then we'll jump right into the two start, which is why most everybody's listening. I think Rival Fantasy deserves a little bit of a of a of, of a few minutes though. So Rival Fantasy is a new a new fangled site, as Clay and I will talk about. There's a lot of different formats, but I'm going to keep it simple today. I'm going to do their sports book game or fantasy book game, where it's basically over under a certain amount of fantasy points. We're kind of I mean fantasy points. But we, you know, we think along those lines, DFS mm-hmm. and points league. So it's something that's rather easy, easy to, you know, easy way in, right? I mean, yeah, it's something we've kind of done before. However, I've sent you the scoring. I kind of, you know, I don't know, tease, you know, spoiler alert, where and what I want to talk about. Hitting is standard, you know, point per total base, runs, RBI, et cetera. But the pitching doesn't include Ks and it doesn't penalize you for runners either walks or hits that's a that's a little interesting don't you think yeah it's literally they don't care about whip but they don't care about strikeouts it's um can you get a win can you get a save potentially and can you go deep into a game it's really all you're looking for um because obviously you're not going deep in the game if you give up a lot of runs you already get penalized for that so it is a definitely the pitching side much much different format from almost any any type of side uh like props uh fantasy type game i've seen so far yeah, so if you're if the game is and this is the game I'm playing, pick X amount of hitters or pick, you can mix them hitters pitchers to go over under a projected number of fantasy points. Do you think do you think this scoring favors one side over the other? Or you know, if you were betting, if you were placing a, a you know if you were playing it, would you favor picking a player of of a hitter over a pitcher at this point? Yeah, you should be able to accumulate more points. One would say. From a hitter, but on on the flip side, what I would say is, if you think a pitcher like an ace pitcher can go seven and give up two, well, you got five points there, and then if they get a win, you got nine. Uh, a hitter to do that, they have to put up you know a couple hits or a home run or something. So I guess it depends on the situation, but on paper, the hitter plays a much better advantage. Yes. Well, we score more points, but this game is 
a set number of over under, and it's it's yeah. been in like it's in the threes or it's between three and four points. Sure. So if you're gonna if you have to guess if you have to you know decide whether a hitter goes over three or four fantasy points or a pitcher, maybe I'm wrong. I'm telling you I'm wrong, but I'm more, you know you can pick and choose. You, you know, yeah. you, you, I'm looking for the pitchers that I think are the best chance to give up the fewest runs and get a win. Because that's what I, that is. I don't care about the strikeouts. Yep. So, I would just look straight straight up at a quality start guy. Like look at quality exactly. start leagues basically. And yeah. if you think your guys can get your quality start, there's three points I got out the gate. So I think yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean you're guaranteed to go well, it's actually nine nine points off. I mean well, if they get the win, yeah. You, you see if, so you're guaranteed right, okay. So you're guaranteed six points in that right. So um I'm I, so when I'm making my choices this week number one for me, I just feel safer, more comfortable deciding on pitching. Yeah. I mean, even in DFS, the the hitting is, you said the, the, the you know two homers, it, the upside is much greater. But if all you're doing is looking to decide if a pitcher's going over or under, I'm gonna stick with the pitching. And the two pitchers that I chose tonight, of course, I should have this ready for me, but I uh, I now forget because I'm looking at names left and right. Uh, uh, Trevor Rogers, Miami. Mm-hmm. I like the matchup in Miami. Not worried about the case so much. I'm looking at the run, the, the run scored, and I'm looking at the wins. I know Rodgers has struggled and coming off of an odd year, but you trust him at home. At home against, uh, I believe he's facing the Diamondbacks, which is a, yeah, a, a nice a nice spot as well because you know first game of a series, the Diamondbacks team's um, quite uh, not explosive like you think they would be this season. And that ballpark, you could see a six innings. Hopefully, he gets up two runs. You're already hitting your over. Um, so, I, and if he sneaks in a win, you're, you're good to go. So I think it's a very intriguing one with Trevor Rogers. Yeah. And the top Diamondbacks batters are left-handed with Corbin yep. Carroll and, um, Jake, well, Jake McCarthy's sitting down at the bottom of the order against lefties, but a very left-handed hitting team. And there's one that it doesn't jump out at you. Marco Gonzalez, Seattle are one of the safest bets over the past mm-hmm. several seasons has been bidding against the Rockies left-handed pitching on the road or the the home teams using a southpaw against the Rockies different cast of characters every year, but the numbers bear out that they just struggle against southpaw pitching on the road. Maybe it's the whole away from cores thing, which fits the narrative Mm -hmm. because it's the first game away from a homestand. I don't love love this one. I love this one a lot. It's the the Coors hangover. Yeah. And you don't love Marco Gonzalez because he didn't strike anybody out. But you don't need to strike guys out in this particular format. This format is built for pitchers like Marco Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, it really is. That stood out like a sore thumb when you mentioned it. I know you guys did a lot of underdog work, and I did some as well. And I'm, quality starts are big there. That's kind of what I'm thinking, like I said, with this. Yeah. And if you look at the last couple of years, Marco Gonzalez is like in the top 10 of quality starts each of the last two seasons. He's boring, yeah. but he gets the job done. So I, I like that one a lot. And Now, this is something I noticed, and this is you know newcomer to the game. And maybe getting a little little granular here. I made my picks last night, um, but the thing is, I chose the under last night. I didn't know, kind of goofily, hit the button and didn't know that I was choosing the under. I went to get you my picks this morning. I noticed, oh no! Now maybe there's a way to edit it. I couldn't find it, so I just redid them. And what I noticed was the run, the the fantasy points line for both Gonzalez and Rogers was up about a run, up, up about a point. So A, that tells me, first of all, they change in the early – get them in the night before and don't mess up. But because they both went up, it tells me, well, at least my thinking is kind of similar to whatever data the site uses to generate the line because they both went up. I'm not changing them. I'm sticking with them because you, you kind of alluded to it. If, if, you get the, if you get the quality start and you get the win, you're kind of guaranteed to make it – whether it was three or four points, it's going to get it. So I'm not changing my picks. But um, I just think that's something uh, something interesting. And we both played a lot of different formats, a lot of new games. And just, man, knowing the rules is kind of integral, huh? Big time. That's one of the <laughs> that's one of the go-to things we talk about all the time, Todd. Like, I do in Tout Wars, I'm in your guys' experimental league where we have quality – our innings pitched and all these fun things. And uh, definitely need to know your formats. That's, that's definitely the truth. That's no longer experimental. That's now yeah, – uh, I know. It's, it's now, year three. It's year three I've been in there. So, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> 
we did have experiment. You know, we were changing that off league every year, but we really wanted to have a, a showcase for innings pitched and holds. So, and that 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 is. I it. like so, it. It's very interesting with the way the landscape's changing in baseball. Yeah, I personally am a. I I want innings pitched over wins. I so I, do I, I. Don't, I, I don't think that's a that sh- that shouldn't be a debate. You know, really, no, it shouldn't. The way things are changing, I'm with you, know? you 100 on that. And I'm not a holds guy. But it's one of those things where if all right, if if we're going if the only way this the board's gonna pass the rule yep. is if we have holds too, I'll I'll vote for holds. I yeah. wouldn't it so badly. And I've kind of come around to having holds. Um I don't I don't I don't love either category, saves or save plus holds, but I've come around to adding holds uh that you know, whatever. It's putting whatever Mike makeup and a pig, whatever the expression is, but it's, it's, I've come around to it more than maybe I was before. So um, actually this is a good point now to talk a little bit about rival and another one of our sponsored sponsors, vivid seats. Uh, Baseball is back. Swing into the MLB season with vivid seats and score tickets to all of, all of the hottest matchups and biggest games of the year. Every crack of the bat, every deep, center field fly and every heart pounding double play of your favorite team live and in person plus with vivid seats rewards you earn rewards with every single purchase each ticket you buy gets you closer to your reward just buy 10 tickets then simply cash in your credit towards your 11th purchase it's that easy pro reward tip buy tickets for your whole group split the bill and make progress towards your free 11th ticket even faster from behind the plate to the upper deck, Vivid Seats has great tickets for all the 2023 games that matter to you. Just visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, experience it, li- experience it live. See vividseats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. Now a couple words about our new sponsor, Rival Fantasy. A new MLB season means it's time for a new kind of daily fantasy baseball. Rival Fantasy is the fantasy platform reinventing the way daily and weekly games are played, and they bought they brought new games to the ballpark this season that fantasy players won't find anywhere else. Rival Fantasy games include Fantasy Bingo, Head-to-Head Player Challenges, and Fantasy Book, where players can select over-unders for two to five players. With games like this, daily fantasy has never been better. Right now, Rotowire listeners can get a fifty dollars protect fifty dollars protected first play. That means if you win your first play, you keep your winnings. But if you lose your first entry, rival rival fantasy will refund you up to fifty bucks. Go to rival go to play.rivalfantasy.com slash sign up and use the code Rotowire MLB at the sign up and your deposit minimum deposit of twenty five dollars. Get your first entry on Rival protected up to fifty bucks. Next time it's time. Next now's the time to step up to the plate and become a rival today. Welcome to the arena. Now you guys know why Clay usually does the reads. I <laughs> oh, wasn't that bad. <laughs> we'll get there. No, I, I uh, you know, back in school, why are they teaching us how to read? Well, now I know. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's, oh, yeah. you know, when am I ever going to use this reading stuff? Exactly. Uh, once in a while we read, you know, and once in a while we read out loud. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so this is what this is what everybody. Well, everybody's here for 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 just to see Bubba in general. But it's the world famous tongue in cheek two start pitching uh, podcast, where what we go through is the following week's projected starters. And you've been doing this long enough, Bubba, to know mm-hmm. it's our best guess, right? Yes, I mean, big time. We only know, and that can come up in the discussion. Will he get the someday start? Is he replacing an injury? All we can do is, is is make our best guess now. I do the rankings for the site, and I update them um, Sunday night, and they, they will come out Saturday morning, update them Sunday night. And even then, during the course of the week, they change. So we rank on a zero to five scale. Zero being, I ain't touching them. I don't care how many leagues I have them in. And five is, you know what, i pretty much using them everywhere and then whatever it is in between and again we stick with the two start guys so i'm on our i'm gonna use a green dot on the rotor wire pitching so i can pick them out easily and sound somewhat intelligent and uh we start out with merrill kelly the diamondbacks oh i should write these down because because i don't know how clay does this he tracks them and the end, <laughs> at the end of the thing he reviews them and he goes over our respective scores, so I, I don't want to get called out. And you know, for uh, so I will I will track. And if I can re- read my writing when we're done, we'll do that. Merrill Kelly at St. Louis versus San Diego at home, zero to five. Bubba, where where do we where are we putting Merrill Kelly? Uh, I've been torn. I was torn on this one. Looking at it out the gate, I wanted to say like two point five, but. Um, I'll give him a three, uh, just for the fact I liked how he bounced back a bit last time out. Still a lot of pitch to contact. Uh, the start in St. Louis in a nice – both of them are nice ballparks to pitch in, so that's intriguing. But um, I'm going to give him a three, but I'm probably a little too nice in that scenario. I'm with you, but I think I kind of like Merrill Kelly. I think he's better than people yeah, think. Goes deep into the goes, goes deep into, deep into some ball games, And I think the Arizona bullpen is currently set up so that they don't – they don't, well, the next day we're going to talk about is no longer in the bullpen, but I don't think they lead. I don't think they hang people out to dry. I don't That's know true. they take one for the team. And, and we already alluded to it, right? Lose uh, Dre Jameson coming out of the bullpen. Only four innings his first start. I think you know, I think he's ready for five now, at least five, don't yep. you? I agree. Completely agree. So if Kelly's a three. What's Jamison, the same two starts at St. Louis, home against San Diego? Um, I'm a big Dre Jamison fan. Like you said, he should be stretched out to five at least now, which is great to see. Uh, I was kind of concerned in his first start, though, not a whole lot of swing and miss. The fastball gets like no swing and misses. And you got teams like San Diego and St. Louis, so that heart of the order can make you pay for that. I'm still giving him a three because I think he's a very, very good pitcher. We saw signs last year where he could take the step to the next level at times. I just don't know if he's fully stretched out for that next level just yet. So I'll give him a three just for the ballpark factors and the ability to at least give five quality innings out of him. You see, I mean, it's only the first two, but we, we're going to need to disagree at some point to make this worthwhile. <laughs> I'm also one of three. You know, I'm, I'm also one of three. Um, little surprised that it was Jamison that was moved to the rotation. I mean, not he deserved it, but I thought he was just so useful in the bullpen, potentially closing. Uh, they got Brandon Fott down on the farm. I thought there was some move, but I think it just shows – how much the Diamondbacks think of Jameson? This one's easy. I'm not starting Stephen Strider, Stephen Strider, Spencer Strider anywhere. I just don't trust him. I'm just nope. Um, so bad, so bad. Wouldn't play. Yeah. How high was he? How high was Strider on your initial ranks? That this was a tough one for me because it was a combination of like I like guys that eat up innings that also strike guys out, and he does one of those very very well. So I was kind of like a back end of my top ten and. <laughs> It's already – trust me, there's always a few guys you look back and you go, what was I even thinking? And he's proved me wrong after, like, three starts already. we got to find a place to disagree, man, because I, I was I – was, people were calling me out for my Strider ranking. And I, yeah. I bet you my ratios were 
along the line and what everybody else thought, but I don't see him getting the innings of the third best start in the league. That's how I was. I yeah. was like, I'll take, you know, some other guys over. I'm just like, I, I'm very confident in six, seven innings every start where Strider, and he even did it this last start. He threw five innings because he threw 98 yeah. pitches or something, yeah. but he still gets you all the strikeouts and he's just beautiful, beautiful on the mound. And we know Atlanta wants, you know, they, after what happened last year, they want him healthy in October. Definitely. Absolutely. All right. Baltimore with early in the season, you need two off days. So I know I'm being tongue. I, I complain about this all year with two off. I know it's a figment of the schedule and there's a two game interleague early, which is why it happened. But Baltimore's only got five, get five. So no double starts. Um, I am contractually operated. I can't talk about the Red Sox. So you're, <laughs> you're, you're alone here. Uh, Chris sale and Corey Kluber. Each with two. We'll start with Sale because different matchups. He's at the Angels. And we should mention, and we'll remind everybody closer to Monday, this is the Patriots Day game. I hope Sale is aware. It doesn't get mad. Doesn't go Giolito on this thing. Yeah, doesn't tear up his jersey and get all upset. But he's got the Angels in the morning, and in the morning, uh, Monday, and then at Milwaukee to end the week. Does Chris Sale get out of the first inning of these games and, and pitch reasonably well? Like I said earlier, I'm, I'm an optimistic person most of the time. I really wanted to put a one on this ranking. <laughs> I gave him a two just because the velocity is still there in all these starts. And I'm hoping it's still just a matter of the command will get better the longer he gets away from surgery situation. Um, and the starts aren't that bad. You know, a West Coast team at in the morning, basically 11 o'clock in the morning their time, and then you got Milwaukee. Um, I'm giving them two, which is not confident, but I, better than one. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'd like to say four because it's Chris Sale, and I'm definitely starting him if I have him. Although at Milwaukee isn't great. I'm going to go three. I'm going three. Yeah. I still, for a lot of reasons you mentioned, he, the velocity is there. The swing and miss is there. The Does he throw a slider or a sweeper? I think he throws a sweeper. Yeah. Last year sweeper. it was a slider. Now it's a sweeper because everyone now has a sweeper. sweeper. It's a sweeper. <laughs> uh, Corey Kluber, though. Um, you know, I, I was thinking, wow, he's gone into the eighth inning. I mean, the, yesterday's game kind of went a lot slower than other games. So, oh, wait a minute. It's only the fifth. So <laughs> it, 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 it just was – game went a little bit slower. He still had the strikeout-to-walk ratio going on against the Rays. Ah, Kluber, home against Minnesota at, at the normal starting time and then on the road against Milwaukee. That Milwaukee start, start kind of scares me a bit. I mm-hmm. oh, jeez. I'm now debating between one and two. I'm going to go two. I'm going one. Uh, the Milwaukee yeah. start I'm absolutely terrified about. And Minnesota, they're like a Jekyll and Hyde team, so he might be able to navigate five through them, but too much, too many balls in play against Corey Kluber these days. No, that's a good point, and it's not as if he has the uh, an all-star defense behind, or gold glove exactly. defense behind him. Um, I think people realize at this point I'm a card-carrying member of Red Sox Nation, uh, right. et cetera. All right, this is a couple of interesting ones. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why we do it, you know, matchup-based. Hayden Wisniewski at Oakland. Okay, that's a 10. But now <laughs> it's home against the Dodgers. Wisniewski kind of... I don't want to say right of the ship, but calmed a few fears this last time out, maybe a little bit. Yeah. You uh is it enough to trust him against the Dodgers? Yeah, this is where this is where we talk about it all the time, Todd. Is like when you go to Fab and it's like, I want these two star guys, you got the A <laughs> start. Can you survive the Dodgers start type thing? Um, I'm gonna give him a three. And I was gonna go higher, but the Dodgers start brought it back a little bit. Um, so I'm gonna go three with it with with Wesneski. I think there's still more to come from him. You mentioned kind of right of the ship his last time. He might improve on that, and I think there's a lot to like with him going down the line. Yeah, I am actually. I'm at a two. I still, I still need to see. I like him long term. I still need to see it. I tweeted about this. I don't know, yesterday, day before. I think people kind of get the whole two start thing a little bit wrong. I think that the focus of two starts should be wins and strikeouts. True. 100%. And you use great matchup single starts and relievers for the ratios. That's I'm not point. saying completely ignore ratios with two starts but i think some people they don't i don't think they if a guy if, if a pitcher doesn't have a really good chance to get a couple of wins and or rack up some strikeouts and i don't think you have the chance to do that against the dodgers i'm yeah. not as high on him i'd rather get a one start guy protect my ratios that week 
true. They make it safer to go for a win another week. It's just I think that's the better way to approach it. And I think we just we over I don't know we just mistake what we're supposed to do true. with two start pitchers. No, that's a great point. It's volume. It's a volume, so that means it's a counting stats thing. So it makes yeah. a ton of sense. Yeah. So uh, Marcus Stroman at Oakland and against the Dodgers. Good start. Three straight six-inning efforts. No, I've loved what we've seen from Stroman. I've been, like, hesitant every time, but the strikeouts are still there. And that's the thing that's kind of plagued him throughout his career is consistent strikeouts. And his, his, his ground ball to fly ball is still outstanding, which will help him a ton. I am probably on the minority on this one. I'm giving him a four because I, I want to roll him out for both of these. He's pitched great, even against good matchups in Chicago. Regression doesn't punch a time clock, but it's coming. Oh, it will eventually, yes. You know, and I don't know that it's coming this week. You mentioned the ground balls. The Cubs are one of the few teams that – not one of the few, but their defense – I'm not worried about no shift with the Cubs no. up the middle. That's true. You know, I mean, I know Dansby was hurt, but knock on what he's going to play today. Yep. He's missed, what, two games? Yeah, he's supposed to be back. It was such a silly reason uh-huh. he got taken out anyways. Just yeah. malnourished, basically. Yeah, so he missed – well, the game he missed the other night was now three over the past three years. So I think he'll be back in there. Wonderful defense corner up the middle. I like that a lot. Yeah. And, oh, my screen just went blank because it's off of a laptop and I have it over a monitor. Okay, so we t- so I'm going with a three for Strowman. Okay. Um, I just – I don't know. I just – I get nervous. The Dodgers uh, are it, scary. But I will say, and I know you, you probably said it before too, is this is not your normal Dodgers at oh, the yeah. same time. No, absolutely. Team. no, for sure. For a team that, you know, is guaranteed to win 100 games, yep. there's, a, there's a few holes. When, um, you know, it's kind of neat that Mookie Betts is playing second. Yeah. But doesn't that kind of tell you something because he has to? Bingo. That tells you yeah. a lot to me. And when yeah. you're having to rotate other positional guys where you think, okay, the Dodgers of old, this is a great fourth or fifth outfielder even. Yeah, things are changing quickly. Right. Um, let's see. We got – here's a fun one just because – uh, I'm curious your take on which of these two, you know, short-term and long-term you like better. Hunter Green is home against 162-0 Tampa Rays. And then, I'm sorry, what, only 13-0. I'm I'm projecting a little bit. Uh, and then, then he's on the road. Green is at Pittsburgh. It's, this is fun because Green looked a lot better his last time out, but yeah. there's, still control, there's still control issues, and I don't think those are ever going to disappear. Um, so I'm going to give them a four, though. I think they're really good. Tampa Bay is a really good team. We all know this. But um, it's not in Great American Small Park, which is nice. It's in, uh, Or no, it is in Great. Never mind. It is at home. Um, but I'll, I'll still take my chances. I'll give them a four. I like the strikeouts. You talk about strikeouts on a two-star week. He should still get plenty in these two games. Yeah, I'm still still going to go with three. And it's kind of anti my my spiel just now. But Tampa with that grounded out, grinded out patient lineup that they have. Yeah. And hitting home runs, um, I'm concerned about that start. Although Pittsburgh, not so much as the kids say. Yep. Nick Lodolo, first, you know, this year, which do you like more? And the next five years, which do you like more, Green or Lodolo? I'm a Lodolo guy, and um, it comes down to control for me. And I know Lodolo's not a, a, the picture-perfect image of control either, but um, I, I like what we've seen in his development uh, through this process a lot more than green green's great they're both great the red should be happy jeff erickson can't complain too much longer hopefully but he, um he, he yeah. will, though, let's be honest. no he will i know he will that's the northwestern in him so uh i'll, I'll go ladolo i agree and i don't I, i'm not a, i'm not a big guy uh not, well, i am a big guy i'm not a i don't i'm not big on comps because it's like what does he really mean but i see a little bit of Aaron Nola progression in nick ladolo that's fair um yeah. nah, he's not going to strike enough guys out Hmm, he's striking guys out. Now, this isn't a good time to use the Aaron Nola uh, yeah. comp. Nola's not off, off to a great start, but I, I see a little bit of that out pitching what scouts and evaluators thought he would do. Green may have the higher ceiling, but if I'm fantasy and I have one or the other, I want the safety of Lodolo because he, it's it's got floor and ceiling. Green, 100%. I think, has more ceiling than floor. Lod- All right, so we got you got four and three. I have three on green for Lodolo. Where are you with Lodolo in these two matchups? I'm going five. I think he's that good. Even in some insanely good matchups so far this season, he's been ace-like. So I'm going five on this one. Yeah, he may give Tampa their first loss. Um, yep. I'm go- I'm with you. Normally reserve five for like elite 
already elite pitchers, but I think I think Alodo Lodolo could be there. Yeah, he's getting real uh, close could, if he doesn't. Could be there. Yeah. All right, so Cleveland. Here's an interesting one: how much we trust matchups versus the quality of pitcher. <laughs> yep. Hunter Gaddis is at Detroit, and then he's home against Miami. I would consider giving you a three in these two matchups. <laughs> exactly. You know. Uh, yep. What? Where are we? Are we going? Are we? Are you and Gaddis the same, or are we going higher for Hunter Gaddis? I think we're the same. I was really tempted to give him a little higher on this one, but um, I'm going to give him a three just uh, out of precaution because he's shown such volatility so far. Um, so I'll go three, but these are two of the better matches you could dream about for a yeah, start week. I'm with you. I'm, I'm going three. These are, I mean, these are still professional hitters. And as Minnesota showed last night, Weird things can happen in baseball, and I know it was against Johnny Brito, but you know you can you you Gaddis is not that good mm-hmm. that that to deserve higher. You you know professional hitters are going to get their knocks, and they get them against lesser pitchers, and this this could be a case. All right, Kyle Freeland, home against Pittsburgh, and at Philadelphia, then uh, Jose Arena gets the same too. What do you uh Pittsburgh's not very good, nah. but it's course field. Yeah, I'll keep this simple. It's um I'm gonna say zero for both. I could see if you wanted to try against Pittsburgh for Freeland because he's had his moments, like even pitched good against the Nats in, in Coors Field. But I'm gonna go zeros on both. We gotta find places to disagree. I mean, even your <laughs> reasoning is, is I mean, I course is undefeated. Yeah, it's just there's there's times and places to take chances, and then like week three of the fantasy season with Kyle Freeland and Urania and Coors aren't one of them. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not the home runs in Coors. It inflates runs. Talk about this one, James, on the serious show just now. It inflates runs forty percent. It's not. I mean, there are better home run parks. Yep. But for run, I mean, forty. Think about. I mean, that's you know, if you score five runs a game, that's like seven. That's yeah, just, and, it's nuts. and to be to be fair, the Pirates like we like to make fun of them and for very good reasons. They've earned <laughs> most of it, but um, you just look at their team and it's like I just look at them, it's pesky. Bay's playing good. Reynolds oh. is awesome. You give these like they're they're perfect for a bigger ballpark that inflates batting average and runs yeah. than home runs. I like, guess is a place for them, and I think that could really come back to haunt, especially Urania, if anybody. Yeah, I mean it's a little early to take a W or an L, but yeah. I'll just say that I wish I was. With the crowd on Jihuan Bay coming into the season. Yep, I'm with you. I had zero shares. <laughs> yeah, um, I made. I I think I did pick him up in a you know late, but it wasn't my own research. It was man, this you know it's there's going to be a reason why everybody's so high on this kid, yep. defensively, offensively. Doesn't matter if he's playing second or outfield. Is it's he's been fun. He's he's now a fun guy to watch. Uh, Jihuan Bay. All right, we'll get to Pittsburgh in a bit. On to the White Sox, Lance Lynn, not off to the greatest of start, even though he really shoved the second half of last year, home against Philly and at Tampa. This is terrifying. Two really bad matchups, but like I'm still a Lance Lynn believer, so yeah. it's, I'm kind of torn. I'm going three. I could easily see a, a logic of to go lower just because of the matchups. But, uh, you know, two of his three starts, he's three earned runs or less. He's been able to keep you in games. Uh, and that's against Houston and Minnesota. And the strikeouts have been there every game. So I think he'll keep him in it. Just a matter of uh, can the White Sox score some runs. And that's a problem with the injury proneness they have right now. So I'm going to go three. Yeah, Mankata could be out. They could be getting Jimenez back. Yep. Um, this is, you know, not a not a repeated broken record. that you know, we, we could say that almost every podcast. Yep. See, I I even though we've had three or four starts, two or three under the belt, I still don't come off my preseason expectations that much. And Tampa has been hitting home runs left and right, uh, literally, and in switch with Franco. Um, <laughs> my point being, I, I still want to evaluate it on what I think the team is, not all that they've shown so far. I'm basically, I'm trying to justify a four. Yeah, You wanted to go, you, you were thinking a little lower, which is understandable. But, I mean, if I had, you know, I, this is a four – and I don't know that three weeks worth of games or whatever it's been is it two and a half weeks is enough to bring me off of it. 
Yeah, I can't disagree. I can't disagree with it because Lynn yeah. is like a one B type ace. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I I I agree with what you're saying. It's just the matchups scare me a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I think part of the Tampa matchup is how they how what goes up must come down. Will they yeah. be cooling off by then? I don't believe in that sort of thing. I do believe in trusting your you know how you, what you think the play the team's going to be. Sure. And Very so I, I'm going to I'm going to go further. I don't know if I have any. I don't know if I can put my money where my mouth is, though, which is always, you know, it's always a thing. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez, home against Cleveland at Baltimore. Yeah, too good, Matt. Yeah, Cleveland's good. Baltimore's playing well. I'm going to give him a, uh, what did I write down here? I wrote down a two for Eduardo Rodriguez. Yeah, it looked better his last start, but that's kind of relative to how he looked earlier, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so Cleveland is that lineup that can just bludgeon you from top to bottom. If Josh Bell gets hot, maybe they add some power. Um, Nailers are lefty, so we don't have to worry so much about him. Oscar Gonzalez is probably going to lose his job, although yeah, he probably crazy. will play against a left-handed batter, a left-handed pitcher. Will Brennan you know, will, will probably not be in there. Anyway, I'm going to give him a two as well. Um, now, you know, just in general, one of the one of my things coming into the season was, yeah, I understand the renovations of Camden Yard took away some homers, but I think the Orioles hitters were penalized too much. Agreed. Agreed. And, Especially when they're penalizing left-handed hitters. Yeah. There's yeah, no yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, although, I mean, opposite. Minor maybe, effect, yeah. You know, made it even harder to go opposite field, but the rel- the number of homers lost, I mean, so yeah. and, and I'm not taking a victory lap. Maybe I, 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 you know, I could use the exercise. But, you know, <laughs> Mount Castle, et cetera, I'm not taking the victory lap yet. But I do think that that there was some a buying opportunity with, with Baltimore batters because I think that p- the penalty was too much. Um, but. Yeah, they were uh, they're facing Detroit this weekend. All right, Houston. Yeah, we've got Christian Javier home against Toronto, and on the road against Atlanta. Not the greatest setup, but a pretty good pitcher. Yeah, I'm going to take the pitcher in this one over the setup. Like, if it were better setups, he'd be a clear five for me. I'm going to go give him a four though. A little rough start against Pittsburgh of all teams, but I think he bounces back and he gets you the K's, gets you a quality start on both. Yeah, right. If he's a five pitcher, you got to drop him because now you, you could drop him to three because both matchups are tough. Yep. But no, I agree. Sure. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four. I, I trust the pitcher uh, in this instance, and one of them is at home, and I I do give credence for the the home start. Atlanta Truist Field, Truist Park is kind of like Washington. It's a sneaky hitters park. Yeah. It's at altitude, mm-hmm. and it can be warm and humid. It's a sneaky hitters park, but uh, still early in the year. It's not taking itself completely. Uh, balls aren't launching yet. Although once Von Grissom gets, I oh, never mind. Um, that my yeah, my seventeen dollar tout bid. Uh, there you go. There you got ahead of the go. game on that one. Well done. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Unfortunately, I need him at shortstop, not second. But well, okay, I know it's a sidebar, but we talked about it on one of my shows recently. All these shortstops are getting hurt. All the replacements are second base eligible. Oh, it's not it's, helping. It's not. It's it's not. And NFPC, we, you know, we're a little NFP centric. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ten games are needed. Most people need five. Yep. The the old rule book is five. Tout Wars is five. So I'm counting it down. Uh, there you go. You know, yeah. Looking just did a, a, pod, a show with James again on serious. We're talking about who to get at shortstop. And I mean, when Geraldo Perdomo is the top of your waterfall, <laughs> yep. or your or your. You, or each day you check to see how many games Bobby Dahlbeck has at shortstop. Exactly. You know it's it's not – and it's top-heavy. So, therefore, you know what? If I drafted Carlos Correa, I'm not going to – I'm sorry, uh, Corey Seager. Well, or Corea. Yeah. I'm not going to back him up because, you know, I, I, I'd, rather, I'd prefer to use my reserve spots on lesser players. Hundred percent. That's just you know, that's logic. That's that's it, a, it, just we just got bur- we got burned by logic. Tom. Oh gosh, it's just uh, <laughs> oh man. All right, so where are we? Oh, this one's easy. Oh, ah, yeah. well, I should I should see you. Maybe maybe you can't talk about this one. I don't know. Uh, but Jordan Lyles, Royals home against Texas, and at the Angels. At, you know, not the worst setup. Yeah, but it, we're it, we're talking Jordan Lyles here. Yeah, it's tricky. I gave him a two out of being kind. Um, just because I think he's a guy that can get you five innings, not get you crushed and survive. Maybe maybe six to give you a better chance at a win. But I'll give him a two because 
the other thing with Texas and LA, both teams are great offensively or just offensively challenged. Depends on the day. So yeah, no. I'll give Lyles a chance. I'm curious. You know, I assume it's KC Bubba for a reason. Yeah, not from Kansas City, Missouri. No, no. That is yeah. Start, it's a, yeah, it's a small town in California I live in. So you don't follow the Royals. Never mind. No. Well, all right, no, but I can still ask you the question because it's you know yep. it's a it's a fantasy baseball question. Yes, indeed. I um, I'm kind of appealing to authority a bit with the Royal staff. Mm-hmm. With Brian Sweeney coming over from the Guardians, I know he's the bullpen coach, not the pitching coach, but I is this the pixie dust the way they handle pitching? I don't again not taking a victory lap, although I should just I should just take a lap. I what I'm seeing with Keller and Bubich early on, yep. to me it's not a complete surprise, and I'm buying into it. Yep. Am I goofy for that? No, I'm with you 100 percent on that. And then you know it's something that. We joke about we should pay more attention to in the offseason, not just what players are changing teams, but what you know coaches and whatnot are changing teams. It's a, a philosophy that's worked great in Cleveland. Why can't it work for younger arms in Kansas City to kind of inherit this and go? When you have veterans like Lyles that just can go out there and you know shove or try to shove for a couple innings while the youngsters get their days off. And you can take it one step further with their manager being Matt Quattaro, the yep. former bench coach of the Rays, who know yep. how to handle pitching. Bingo. Yeah. Not, not so much, you know, not maybe, you know, as, as far as manage a game is, you know, bring them in yeah. at a six, you know. So I think that was a double, a double whammy or whatever, you know. Reason. Kansas City, Kansas City made great uh, moves for their franchise last season and no I one talked so. about it. At least not that I heard. Talked about I, well, it. I, I did. No, I, I liked them yeah. both. I, I still yeah. like them both. And, you know, the, we'll, we'll see, we, you know, Witt and Pasquantino and some guys coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still need to settle that outfield, though. It's, it, it still needs some work. All right, moving on, Shohei Otani. It's easy. Yeah, at Boston versus yep. Kansas City. I guess it's, you know, you know, sitting over under 15 strikeouts is probably a better conversation. Yeah, um, he's going to be just fine next week. <laughs> oh, gosh. And, uh, you know, get to see him hit in Fenway Park. It's just, yeah, anyway. Yeah. I don't go to a lot of games because I don't fit into the stadium, but that's one that – oh, actually, that's the um, that's the early game. Oh, that's the Monday game. Yeah, that's the yeah. – yeah. Yeah, Night I won't Sunday. be away. I, yeah, I won't be coherent enough. Uh, there you go. Actually, no, it's Sunday night. No, I do work on. I was gonna say I don't stay up late watching games, but I do. I do my ranking Sunday, and I'm up late with ranking. So yeah, I'll still be a little. And I, caffeine, you're you're still kind of young. I think I've outgrown the effects of caffeine. It doesn't work like it used to, Todd. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's I, more I, of a it's more of a, a crutch than a, a help. <laughs> I, just, I, I honestly like the taste of Mountain Dew. Yeah. It's not the caffeine anyway. All right. Um, Dodgers, Dustin May, Clayton Kershaw, both with the Mets home and at Wrigley Field at Chicago. Dustin uh, May. Dustin May, I'm going three because I've been kind of the guy that everyone goes, what you're crazy for. I've been a little down on him just because the control is a big issue for me. And when he starts having to force it, he is hittable at times. So I'm going with a three in this scenario. I was actually considering two, but talked myself up to a three um, because it's still, even though it's, you know, inclemently warm right now, to, you know, check local listings. It's still, you know, it'll still be April in Chicago. The Ivy's still brown, not green. So Wrigley's still playing a little bit big, not small. Kershaw, will this be his 300th? Is he, no, actually, if it's two starts, he's not going. Will this be win number 300 against the Mets? I'm going to say against Chicago, yes. Oh, 200. Win 200. <laughs> yeah. Win 200. I'm going to I'm I'm give him a four this week. I, I like what he's doing. Um, he's savvy enough to to navigate both these starts. So I'll give him a four. Still a five for me. When he's healthy, he's still one of the best. Yeah. So I'm going to go five. Um, all right, here's one of my favorite pitchers just because I have him, you know, selfish to all about Zola. Have him on my XFL team, uh, pseudo Dynasty League, Jesus Lazardo. Home against the Giants and on the road against Cleveland. I'm giving him a five. He's an ace. He's as long as he's healthy right now. He is an ace. Yeah, I'll give him a five. Yeah. Um, Cleveland again. I don't. I'm, I'm scared about Cleveland. Scares against everybody just because of their lineup. But no, I I trust Lazardo. We're going five. Oh, Burns, drop him after his yeah. first two starts. He was terrible. <laughs> terrible. So bad. Uh, yeah. Then he v- velocity back up. Don't worry about it. At Seattle, home against Boston. Not the prettiest setup, but it's Corbin Burns. Yep. Five, right? I mean, it's a five. Yep. Yeah, you I run mean, him out there, you, you don't look twice. Just go. Yeah. 
Um, you know, all right. Yes, we were concerned. We were right to be concerned about the velocity. Hundred percent. Um, it was back up. So, um, yep. I think you know, you know, enough said as as the kids. Say. Minnesota. This one's interesting, just because of how well he's been pitching. Uh-huh. Sunny Gray at Boston, and then home against Washington. This is a really good one. The Boston one, you know, you never know. That team's got some some spunk there that could be uh, challenging, but Washington not so much. I'm giving Sunday Gray a four. I'm yeah. really liking the pitch mix he's got going on. I think it's for real right now. Especially, and that whole team, you know, Joe Ryan, Kim Maeda when he's healthy. Like, there's a, another philosophy change there, it seems like. So I'll give him a four. They're bringing up a rookie tonight, right? Um, yeah, Barlin. Barlin. Barlin, yeah. Yep, Barlin. For those, you know, as I mentioned on the, the radio, for those Bailey Ober saying, why not me? He pitched Wednesday. Yeah, he pitched Wednesday night. And uh, Varlin, we saw pitch five games last September, like a 380 RA. Obviously, I had to talk about him last night. So I know too much about a guy that's going <laughs> to go into the Bronx and you don't want to start him anyways. But something to monitor. He looked good in his only start in AAA this year. Yeah, no, I saw. Uh, and it's, it's supposed to be a spot start. But, yeah, you never know. You never know. Yep, never, never know. know. Um, but, yeah, Gray's the only two start next week. Moving on to the Mets. Uh, David Peterson at the Dodgers, at San Francisco, and then Tyler McGill with the same setup. Uh, Peterson, I'm gonna, I know he bounced back his last time out, but with these two teams, I'm giving him one. Um, I'm a Homer Giants fan, I know it, but you give me a left-handed pitcher, I like the uh, ability of the Giants. So I'm going to one. I'm going to go two. I think the strikeouts are real. I can't tell you why, but – the strikeout rate has been elevated long enough that I think there's something. I probably, if I did a deeper dive, I could at least guess as to why. Mm-hmm. But Peterson, he's no longer that crafty lefty. He's missing bats. McGill looked good his last time on, if I recall. Um, he's a righty. You like the lefties against the Giants. Or, I mean, you like the righties more against the Giants. Normally, when they're, you know, the year they were clicking, it didn't matter. Stratomatic yeah. Giants didn't, didn't, didn't matter. It did not matter. Uh, but, you know, there's no longer the Stratomatic Giants. So we got a one for Peterson. Does McGill get higher? I give him a three. I'm a big Tyler McGill fan. He's not the strikeout guy we saw last season, but he's still a very good pitcher right now. So I'll give him a three. I'm I'm gonna go the same two. I I kind of feel the same about both. So we're gonna go a two with McGill there. Moving on to the Yankees. Uh, Clark Schmidt has not. He's been frustrating, to, to put it kindly, for those that thought he would start out of the gate really well and and and, and you know, save the Yankee staff, if you will. Hasn't quite done it yet. I mean, it's still young, but home against the Angels, home against the Blue Jays. Is this the week? I don't think this is the week he breaks out, but is, does he at least, you know, does he at least level off this week? I'm giving him a zero. I've not seen a whole lot to enjoy there. And in uh, reality, he might not make both starts. So like, I'm going to give him a zero. No, no, that is absolutely true. Guys coming back and just losing the job outright. That Toronto start. I know it's I mean, people. Yeah. All right. I but I just want to say if I, I can't move too much off my initial thoughts, but younger pitchers are more likely to do so. I'm still going to go one, I guess. Yeah. I guess there were there there will be a place where I feel I can absorb I can absorb it because it's still the Yankees they could still get the win. True. So I guess I would if I'm in five leagues one of them I'd start him, but I probably wouldn't like it. All right, Oakland six man rotation injuries etc. Uh, six games doesn't appear to be a two start option, which is probably good for the uh, for the Athletics. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody even worth timing? Fujinami can't be this bad. Oh, man. Um, all is just keeping it warm. While the check it looked better, yep. encouraging, not there yet, kind of like Wisniewski, you know, the, the weird W names. But I'm still – I wouldn't be starting him anyway. All right, so the Phillies, Zach Wheeler on the road against the White Sox, home against the Rockies. And then Bailey Falter's got the same two. Wheeler's still a five, right? Yeah, Wheeler's still a five. He's uh, locked and loaded. I have no problems with him. Yeah, um, I'm uh, w- with you. Bailey Falter. Yeah, this is tricky. <laughs> yeah, it's got, he's got that that home against Colorado thing going. I like that. Yep. Um, 
White Sox, we talked about a little bit banged up, although by this point, Jimenez should be back. If they're talking about him being back tonight, he should be back over the uh, to start next week. Uh, I'm going to go two with Falter, but eh, I'm not loving it. I went uh, two as well. Okay. So, yeah, it, it's a tricky one. The matchups, I think, could be okay for him, but there's still some trickiness indeed. So I'm going to go two. Yeah, maybe I like it just a little more because, anyway. All right. Pittsburgh, Rich Hill at Colorado. Vince Velasquez at Colorado. Do we even need to go on? No, they both have big zeros for me. Big zeros. I I put the same number next to Rich Hill's name that Rich Hill had strikeouts in his last start. But he went six innings. Oh, good for him. He had a a quality start. I actually started in that game. I forget it was – may have been Otno, so it's less of an issue. True. But – um. Yeah, even even so, just to fill it out, they have got Cincinnati at home. Um, not not terrible, especially at Pittsburgh. But yeah, that Colorado game, they could you know you're gonna get blown up right away. The rare seven day week, seven game week, at least currently without a two start pitcher schedule. That's impressive. That is very yeah. impressive, San Diego. You, you're gonna go with. Ryan Weathers right now because they still need him. And then when Musgrove comes back, if they do indeed stick with a six-man, and I don't see any reason why they won't, then he fits, he moves right in, and there isn't going to be a uh, a need for, for a double start. I'm trying to, you know, is there any – Lugo, you're not taking – I don't think you're taking anybody out just yet. I think you're no. I think you're running with the six. Yeah, I don't see them changing the six anytime soon. It's just a matter of who gets hurt first. Yeah. It comes down to, but yeah. that's it. And, and to his credit, Weathers has filled in pretty well. Surprisingly, yeah. I was very uh, cautious with Weathers. He's yeah. like, looked good. Yeah. Um, Chris Flexen, who may have been better than people think he's been over the past couple of years. Is that kind of you know left-handed compliment? That means he hasn't been that good. He's just been better than you think. Uh, wouldn't know it after his last start. Home against Milwaukee. Home against the Brewers. Love the home. Love the field. The park. Don't love the matchups. Um, I'll you know, I'll start with a three, but I'm not loving it. Yeah, I actually really went south on him. I gave him a one. I hate no, the match. I, I hate the matchups. There's not a lot of strikeout upside with him, so I'm going to one. No, that is true. Using my original line in that the, the strikeouts aren't there, um, I can see. But I think it's just that. In my head, anyway, he's not as bad. Uh, not the gas tank that people might think he is. Uh, Alex Wood at Miami, home against the Mets. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this one. Actually, I'm an Alex Wood guy. He's got stretched. The, the weird thing is, is he got pulled after like 78 pitches his last start. Uh, so they're ramping him up slowly. That means he should be at least be able to get you five, hopefully six by the second start. I'm going to give him a three. I love these matchups, so I'm going to give him a three. Oh, I thought you were going to go higher. Um, I'm going to st- I'm going to go three as well. Uh, I'd go higher if I knew he could go like a hundred pitches. Right? No, understood. 100%. Yeah, Wood. I mean, it's 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 a cliche line at this point, but Wood's one of those guys that pitches really well between injury stints. Yes, hundred percent. Although he hasn't been as as hurt lately. I think it's because they're ba- they're babying him along like this. It yeah, like. yeah. All right, here's one. Um, Jack Flaherty home against Arizona at Seattle. Isn't his WHIP higher than his ERA? Um, his whip has actually just pulled up his page. Let me check for you. I got it right here. It's close. His whips, it's close. It's very close. <laughs> one seven six to one five zero. Yeah, it's close. Um, but you can't. I mean, he's going to get better, right? So yeah, and he has gotten better over his last few starts. Right. Where I mean, where am I? I, I am. I'm still at a prove it to me stage with Flaherty. Yeah, I really like what we saw in his last start at Colorado, of all places. The velocity got better. The strikeouts were yeah. there. It was the Rockies' offense still. I don't care what stadium it's in. Right. Um, I'm going to give him a three because if he can continue that velocity increase, I'm not, I don't think we're ever going to see that ace flurry we saw a few years back. But you could see a very quality two or three in a rotation, and that gives him a three for me in this one. Yeah, I think exactly right in that he's not the ace, but three is not an ace. Yep. So I think I think three is fair. Uh, so it looks like the Rays right now don't have a two-start schedule with the injuries. We don't know exactly how it'll flesh out. 
I assume we have Beeks down as a as an opener for for Monday's game, maybe with Fleming. I don't like. No, we got Fleming starting later in the week. I don't like when coming back too. There's a lot of question marks. Yeah, I don't like. I love when the Rays do the lefty righty thing. Mm -hmm. I don't like when the the opener and the primary pitcher are both left handed because I I think they lose that early advantage having the team set the lineup and and play around with it. Um, No two star pitching. All right, Bradley isn't assured. I don't know, more than one or two more starts. He could start 30 more games. Where where are we bidding on him this weekend? Or how much have we bid on 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 Bradley? I'm always a cautious bidder. Someone will outbid me, I guarantee you of that. Um if you're in a thousand dollar league, I'm good in the like seventy-five to eighty-five range. I know people will be in the twos and three hundreds. I just know that's going to happen because I just don't believe he stays up that long. They already tried to yeah. send him down and an injury happened. Right. That's where, that's where my concerns are. Right. And I'm kind of with it. You and I mean, what have you done for me lately or what are you yeah. going to do for me over the next two weeks? Yep. Especially with pitching. And once, in, I mean, you have to ask yourself, is there more, is there you know, a, a possibility for more? And the answer is yeah, but I'm still with you. And I think our, I think Fred Zinke talks about it with Jeff on the Tuesday podcast kind of a keep him honest bid where in your head, you know, he's going to go for two or three or 400. Uh, what if he doesn't, I'm not right. letting somebody get him for seven. Exactly. So you well, let me, let me throw this out to you, Todd. Yeah. If he says he starts on that Tuesday, this is how his schedule lines up for like his next potential five starts. It's at Cincinnati, Houston at home at Chicago, White Sox home against the Yankees at the Yankees. Not yeah, the best well, set of games. <laughs> if you're playing, if you had a soft schedule to begin the season, Yep. It's going to even out. Yeah, and, and it's evening out quick. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's just – I'm kind of was a little bit facetious there. Listen, <laughs> teams play four lesser teams in a row a lot. Not every one of them has won 13 games in a row. Yep, yep. You got to yeah. tip your so, cap or give credit where credit is yeah, due to. Yeah. You still got to play yeah, the games. Yeah. I'm – because I am kind of a, a conservative, I'm, I am I think I said 57 today yeah. when James and I talked about the same question. I'm, You know, I'm with you in that. I he's not the guy that I'm willing to potentially deprive myself of some late seeping fab going with. And even I love Tampa pitchers, and I'm pretty sure they do grow on trees in St. Petersburg. It feels that way. Um, I I'm not he's I'm not going in that far. Um, all right, Jacob Degrom at Kansas City, oh, home man. against Oakland, over under twenty strikeouts. I say over under. Who has who has a better Fantasy week, Degrom or Otani? Yeah, yeah. Well, Degrom's <laughs> not going to hit. But, True. Um, okay, just from the mound. Just let's not yeah. take the out of this one. Um, you know, I mean, because I know, because I know the Angels are going to let Otani. I mean, pitch and that's true. The 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 Rangers still could at least early temper some of Degrom's in his. Although I know it's early, but we're kind of at the point where if I'm the Rangers, I don't want to blow a win. Bingo. They need the wins right now. You know, I'll, I'll take the over 20, by the way, if you're yeah. still on the table. <laughs> it's always on the table. Um, one more. Kevin Gaussman at Houston. And again, my screen just went blank. Uh, at, and then home again. Oh, this, this is not the best pair. No. At Houston and then at the Yankees. But yeah. it's Kevin Gaussman. It's a very, very tough matchup. I'm going to touch, trust the talent of the pitcher here, and I'm still staying five. You're, you're starting them regardless. I am too. And I was heavily into Gausman yep. to begin. And I found with Gausman that, I mean, I want him on a tie. I want to target him. I found, though, in auctions, it, you, you kind of wanted to throw him out early. Yeah, that's fair. Because people if, saving money for the big boys. Yeah. And if you mm-hmm. waited, you may get into that last good starter bidding war. It's a great au- auction philosophy. And it's one of the things yeah. that the very good auction players know when to throw certain guys out and get the best out of it. Especially, I kind of have a reputation early for throwing guys out that I don't want. So it kind of went again. I don't know how many online NFBC auctions people know what Zola does, you know, <laughs> probably not a whole lot. But it, I, I did learn that if you want to get Gosman, even if you want to get him at your number and not pay more than your number, 100%. It, he, he was someone to throw out. 
a little a little bit early. All right, so if I can read my writing here, um, actually, if I go down the list in order, and I think I can read the numbers. Uh, Bob and I both were three on Merrill Kelly, both three on Dre Jameson for the Diamondbacks. Yep. Spencer Strider's easy five from both from both of us. Chris Sale, Bubba two. I'm still a homer and went three. Uh, Corey Kluber, one in one for Bubba two for myself. I'm, I may live to I don't want to live to regret it, but may 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 prove to be wrong. It's tough to be wrong when you're only bidding two, but yeah, that that, that could get ugly. Uh, Hayden Wisniewski, uh, Casey's a little higher on him with a three. I went two. Uh, Stroman four for Bubba, three for myself. I just I just pitched to contact guys. I don't care how well he's done; it catches up to you. Hunter Green four for Bubba. I'm still at a three. I may uh, I may be proven wrong on that one. We'll have to see. And then Lodolo, we both really like in general. Nick Lodolo's a five for those. Hunter Gaddis uh, three because of the matchups at Detroit. And at Miami, three for both of us. Colorado, Freeland, and Urena both get goose eggs from both of us. The first game's at home. Even if it's against Pittsburgh, we just don't care. Uh, White Sox, Lance Lynn. I am a little more favorable. I go with four. Bubba went three. Detroit, Eduardo Rodriguez. Again, we match at twos. Houston, we match with Christian Javier at fours. Jordan Lyle. Uh, Bubba went two, thinks he can go deeper into the games. I think he's right about that, but I'm still going one. I think there's just a little too much blow-up potential, and I don't love the win potential for the Royals in general. Uh, let's see. We got Shohei Otani at Boston and home against Kansas City, five and five, and we'll add a, two more fives for his uh, batting in those games. Dustin May, threes across. Clayton Kershaw uh, picking up his 200th win sometime this week, knock on wood. Uh, it's weird how you know he, he's been the best pitcher, well, I think Pedro maybe in my lifetime anyway, one of the best, and we're talking about 200 wins. Yep. You know, we you know reading about the sports as we did, why does he should have 250 or 300? He's been hurt a couple of times, but even so, that's that's the game nowadays. Yep. That's where we're at. So we're going four and I'm going five. Uh, let's see. Jesus Lazardo. We are both in agreement, if not present, ace, future ace, five. Corbin Burns next, five. Uh, Sonny Gray. We're both at four. If it, you know, I, I'm, at, I'm actually, th- it could be a five week. It could be with that Washington game. Yeah. And, and even Boston. It, I, you're gonna be a little bit scared, but we're gonna we're gonna stick with fours. Uh, Peterson, Bubba one. I'm going two, and McGill. We're flipping it. Bubba's going three, and I'm sticking with a two. Um, the Yankees, Schmidt, Clark Schmidt. Bubba went zero. I'm sticking with a one. I don't think he's as bad. I don't love the matchups, but it's the Yankees. Maybe he treads, you know, or whatever. Uh, what, what's the? I can't even think of the word. You know, floats. Um, doggy paddles. When I can't even get the word anymore, and uh, and then don't ever get old, Bubba. It's 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 ugly. And then uh, you know for the wins. All right, Oakland, no chant, nobody. Zach Wheeler still a five. Bailey Falter, reach going two. Um, yeah, I I I'm probably starting him if I have him, but I I don't I don't know that I can go higher right now. Pittsburgh uh, at Colorado, Rich Hill, Vince Velasquez zero. Zero, not enough zeros in the in the uh, in the numerical chain to account for these games. Seattle, Chris Flexen. We are going. Do I flip the page? I flip the page. Bubba's a one. I'm a three. I could pay for that. I don't know if I. Ha- I don't know if I could put my money where my mouth is. I will if I do have him. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're one and three. The home. I, the fact he's at home. Helps my case, at least in my mind. Okay, St. Louis, Jack Flaherty. We're both at three. Neither of us are paying for the name brand. We're from, uh, well, we're not from Missouri. Well, maybe mm-hmm. from, uh, think one of us may be from now. Now he's not. Uh, yeah. But we're both we, both from the show me. We both want to see it. 
Tampa doesn't have any two starters. Jacob DeGrom, five. Kevin Gossman, five. All right, we did it in just about the hour, which, you know, we Perfect. don't have to sign off. We can uh, we can give you a couple minutes, let people know what it is that you're doing. Actually, it's going to take more than a couple minutes. <laughs> okay, as, as they said in Princess Bride, too much to explain. Sum up. Yes, I'll sum it up. Just follow me on Twitter at BDentrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. I tweeted out all the stuff there, but yeah, you can, you know, I got four or five podcasts. I write in a bunch of places. I keep myself busy. So check that. If I had to plug one thing, gaining the edge fantasy, I started a Patreon with a couple guys that yeah. helped help pump up some stuff there. So check that out. Good group of guys over there, discord and whatnot. So gaining the edge fantasy. And the re- I'm going to say well, the reason I had you on because you're good, but you're doing sure. some work for baseball HQ. Right. Yes, I, I write daily matchups for them. It was right. once a week, but lately it's I did three days in a row now because a lot of holes are there. And I, I think it's I know you do work with HQ and like I I love Rotowire. I've told Jeff that many times, but uh, I think the HQ product's awesome as well. I think it's worth every penny and the tools they have to offer. So the matchups tools uh, it's a pretty cool thing. Right, and I I know you do pitching anyway, but reading your matchups the last couple of days, hey, I, let, you know I've I've had Tristan on. I, we can get him on some other time. Uh, sorry, Tristan. Uh, so let's let's get let's get Bubba on. And uh, you playing Tout Daily with us now? Well, not now, but you please. Yeah. So I I had a terrible first day. Yeah, I, I, was, I was I was okay. Yeah, I I did terrible. But we're playing tonight just to catch up. Yep. We want to have the finals before September, so we had to smush it in. <laughs> uh, good luck on the card tonight. Um, I can't do worse than I did. Um, good luck rest of the season. I'm sure well. our paths will cross. Definitely. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much for. For joining me and uh thanks folks for listening clay i hope clay will be back he's going on vacation he just i don't think we're being wally pipped but mm-hmm. you know get, get see some friends you just never know so looking forward to clay next week and thanks folks have a great weekend Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.